Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast presented by Sean Patrick Maloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here's your host, Sean Maloney. Welcome to episode 138, Making Money as a Real Estate Agent. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to talk to you about the idea of making money in real estate. Now, it's a lot easier than it seems. There's endless opportunities to earn some serious money in real estate. One of the biggest mistakes I see made is people choosing a brokerage based on the idea of how are their splits and how much money of the money that comes in do I keep. Well, this may be important on certain levels, and there are certain maybe applications where you say, okay, that split is far too low, but choosing solely based on the split, such as choosing a 100% brokerage, could be one of the most fatal flaws you make in your entire real estate career. There are people finding success in all the different commission structures that are out there. Don't get me wrong, but that said, one of the more important things to watch more than what is the split is what kind of services you're going to get from the company, how do they help you grow, and what kind of foundation can they put down to get your career off the ground, and then if you're an existing agent, how can they take that career that you already have and continue to grow it? Some of the answers that run there would be unbelievable training, would be technology, would be lead generation, would be a lot of different things. But thinking that taking a 100% split is going to make the difference in how you make money is to put the whole future of your career into the hands of your brokerage and not into the hands of yourself. 100% cuts, 100% of zero, still equals zero. So keep that in mind. Earning money in real estate relies on one major thing, your desire to win and drive to ensure you do so. The only thing that separates success from failure is that exact thing. One of the big things that people forget is when you get into this industry, you need to be driven. You need to be somebody who gets up in the morning and says to themselves, I'm going to go out and win. I'm not going to sit back and wait for the phone to ring. It's one of the big misconceptions. I hear a lot of people get into this industry and they tell me, the reason I got into this industry is for the freedom of time and the availability to make a limitless earning potential. And I'm like, wait, what? Which one of those two do you like? Because if you say in limitless earning potential, but then you say in the freedom of time, I don't know that that can happen. You can certainly in time build a system where you have teammates and other people working for you that are going to generate the wealth that are going to create that, but certainly takes a lot of work from ground zero to the point where you have a team that's running on auto drive. And then even then you say to yourself, well, most driven people, they won't want to go sit on the beach and do nothing all day long. They might want to do it every now and again, but sitting there just rotting, letting life fly by. I don't know. Most people that are very driven, They like to go to work. They like to go there to win. And when they win, they wonder how to win twice. They win twice, they wonder how to win four times. It's pretty normal for most people that are type A and the type that really want to earn a lot of money to want to always better themselves and grow. So the freedom of time thing is true in certain aspects, but it's also very untrue in other aspects. When does it make most sense for most people to look at real estate, talk real estate? It's nights and weekends because they're out at their normal job Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, or whatever time schedule they work, which means that we are filling in all the other times. Sometimes we're able to find clients that are able to work in those off hours, but the truth is, 
most of the time they're not able to work in the off hours and that's when we have to work we work during the off hours so as an agent it's important to remember to be able to take any time off maybe it's monday at nine o'clock in the morning you find yourself on the beach who knows because you got to take the time that you have off but knowing that your desire to win and your drive is the difference between you finding success and not finding success when working in real estate it's easy to buy leads but building a business takes perseverance and integrity. One of the things that I like about building a real estate business is the idea of building relationships. My company's name is Movementum Realty because we believe our people as move mentors. We believe that they're a mentor and a guide in the process of buying, selling, and owning real estate. The reason we say this is we think it's so important not just to be a salesperson, but to be there with our clients through the entire process. And again, not just buying and selling, but in owning the home. When we do this, what we're doing is we're creating a relationship with them that's endless. And when we do that, every single client that comes in, we create this endless relationship. It creates a snowball effect where now we have one client, then we have two, three, four, whereas some agents, they go like this. They have one client in, one client out, one client in, one client out. What do I mean by that? Well, when they're finished with that transaction, they're moving on to the next client, but they're not maintaining the relationship with their previous clients, which this little event can lead to a lot of work because ultimately to get new clients is going to be what you call your cost of acquisition, which is how much money, time, energy did it cost you to acquire a new client? Whereas when doing business correctly and building these relationships, the cost of acquisition goes drastically down because that person shows back up again to do business in the future. But the other thing that's hard to put a measurement on is how many referrals they end up giving you. How many people do they send you because of the way that you treated them and the success that you found for them in buying, selling, or in owning the home? Which most of the companies don't talk about that third one, right? Owning the home. Why are we there during the owning the home experience? Well, First off, it's to give our clients a higher level of service. We believe in that higher level service because we know that that's going to make them a return client. But also, there's a lot of times that we'd prefer to be involved in the client's life so that when they come back to sell said home, they don't come back to us hoping to earn certain returns on investment on different projects they've done. By keeping us in the loop and asking us the proper questions, when they go to repair or replace something in the home, they can reach out to us and say, hey, Sean, I was thinking about getting new flooring. What do you think of this? Well, I wouldn't go with that grade. I'd go with this grade. Oh, why would that be? Well, I want to see you get a return on investment because otherwise we're just going to be giving this flooring away. Let's be honest. We're not in the old days with homesteaders where people live places forever. People are constantly moving and changing. This means when they buy repairs, when they buy upgrades, when they replace things, they add on. Chances are they're going to sell that product while it still has life left in it. Now the answer or the question really is how do we get them money back, all their money back, possibly even a return on investment, so money beyond what they spent for having done that work. And that's by being a guide and a mentor and helping them choose the right one. Remembering that the clients oftentimes they choose based on emotion based on desire, where we help them understand the economics of it, the practicality of it, the long-term sustainability of it. The reason for that is ultimately housing, while yes, yes, when we live there, it's about us, 
The truth is, it's a financial tool. It's an investment. And when we treat it as such, we're going to find a lot more success for our clients. Now, at first, teaching this type of concept is going to be a little confusing to your clients because they're used to allowing their emotion to run in the first-time home buyer category or the multi-time home buyer, who usually doesn't work this way of the investors. They usually will agree with you and understand it. And oftentimes, if you're not an investor agent, they may not be able to understand you because you don't understand the concepts of return on investment and that the money has to work. When we're buying a first-time home or we're just buying a place for people to live, a lot of times they're willing to overlook certain things that don't make sense financially based on the life gains, based on the idea that this will work for what I'm trying to do with my family there. Whereas investment, it's all about does this work for getting me my money back? Now, we have to be careful that we don't over-advise towards this investor-type mentality because the family does need to live there or the buyer needs to live there. And they need to be happy with their home, of course, because, I mean, ultimately, they are going to live there. This is not just an investment. But that said, remember, in a few years when they go to move, that's when they're going to get mad if they didn't do it correctly. And that's why I believe so much in the move mentor principles of being that mentor and guide. The other thing with being that mentor and guide is people like to work with those people that they know, like, and trust. And by being a mentor and a guide, you severely build up that trust, that trust that's ever so crucial when it comes to who am I going to work with as an agent. One of the biggest money makers we have is what's called our sphere of influence. These are the people that know, like, and trust us and be willing to give us to other people to help them with real estate. By working like we do over here at Movementum Realty and acting as a move mentor and a guide, you're going to help your client find success, but then when it's time, they're going to want to reciprocate back. But they're also going to want their friends and family to have such a great experience with real estate, which means that you're going to start generating a massive referral business. The true success, the true secret in real estate is to have every single client ever either working with you, working with you in the future, or referring you. By growing this type of business, no matter how far your clients move away, they could refer you, or no matter how close they stay, they could buy again through you. But the truth is you don't have to go back into the trenches to find another buyer prospect or seller prospect. And that said, when it comes to who people list properties with, people list properties with people they know, like, and trust. It's possible to buy buyers through some online portals. It's very difficult to buy sellers. Sellers go with the person that they trust the most that they think can get the job done. If you want to be a kick-ass agent and earn a lot of money in real estate, reach out to us over here at Movement and Realty. We're constantly hiring and we're looking for more people to become Move Mentors. We have an 80-hour training program that's above and beyond what anyone else offers that's free of charge and comes with a great CRM system for your entire career in real estate. We're looking for more agents all the time and we'd love to have you aboard. Thank you so much for listening. If you've not already done so, make sure to check out our Facebook group, our blog, our newsletter, as well as the website, all found at www.realfactsonrealestate.com. Make sure to tell your friends and family about this podcast. Again, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I appreciate all of you, and I look forward to talking to you next week.